Father and the Wolves, a guide to elevate fatherhood, fix families, and save the world. I'm B.T. Higgins, author, speaker, and host of this podcast. Welcome to episode number 62. Chapter 6. These Times. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. 2 Peter 3, 3, NIV Revolutionary In normal times, this book would be necessary and important. Good fathers are always needed, whether times are good or evil. In our current time, this book is revolutionary. The forces of government, big business, mainstream culture, and popular opinion are aligned against the biblical principles that I have outlined in part one of this book. By taking up the mantle of fatherhood in these times, you are taking on an army of opposition, putting your body between them and your kids. It's no small task, but it is crucial. Only you can do it. Weak Men We live in a time of weak men. As I write, my word choice offends even my sensibility. I don't want to be thought of as weak. Being labeled such stabs at the core of a man's identity. But it must be said, men in our time have grown weak in principles, passive in their decision-making, afraid of work and risk, greedy to control others, and ruled by their lusts. They have traded maturity, healthy masculinity, and character for various dopamine addictions. They have abdicated their responsibilities and, as a result, have remained children in adult bodies. Men wander through life, lacking purpose and focus. They languish because they serve themselves and find that unsatisfying. Men today have no cause to give their life for, no higher calling to channel all that masculine energy into. As a direct result, our families are suffering from severe degradation. The sickness within families ripples out to the neighborhoods and cities where we live. Social rot weakens every aspect of society. As the family goes, so goes the culture and the nation. We have done this. The blame rests squarely on our shoulders. Many years ago, I was teaching a group of sixth-grade boys with special needs. In the health lesson, we were learning about puberty and growing up. I tried to communicate that growing into a man was important, special, and unique. There's just something special and important about being a man, I said, wanting them to get the idea that growing up was an exciting thing. One of the teacher aides interrupted me with a rude comment. Don't get them started with that. The last thing we need is more male chauvinists. I was taken aback that she thought I was encouraging the boys to grow up and become jerks. I listed several good masculine traits that I was referring to, and the lady crossed her arms and dismissed me. It seemed that M-A-N spelled the bad word and I had accidentally said it out loud in the classroom. I have never been able to forget her response. It angers me, even a decade later, not that she felt negatively about men. 
but that the men in her life had so failed to live up to the standards of true masculinity that she considered man and chauvinist to be synonymous. This negative opinion of men is not an isolated example. It is a tragedy. We must change this. When men act badly, real people are hurt, bearing those emotional scars for life. Men should not be a source of injury. We should be a source of strength to our families. Immature, bad-tempered, and selfish men can become a terror in the household. Nothing that I have advocated for will be possible if the man does not first take stock of his past behavior and cease his destructive patterns. Pause here and take an inventory of yourself, though it might be painful to do so. Look your past in the face and confront it. Write down a list of the behaviors that you must arrest to protect your family from yourself. I'm serious. The uncontrolled man is a great danger to his family, a snarling wolf inside the cave. If you have injected fear and intimidation into your family, stop today. It's time that you grow up and control yourself. I understand that that is easier said than done, but don't let that be an excuse that keeps you from beginning the work of getting yourself together. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Matthew 7, 3-5, NIV It is awkward to write a book like this. As a man, I'm still working at removing the plank from my eye, so that I may see clearly enough to remove the speck from my neighbor's eye. I haven't mastered many of the principles in this book yet. Verses like this one make me pause and self-examine. How can I advise the world when I have not worked out my flaws? Doesn't that smack of hypocrisy? The truth is that no one is perfect except for the Lord. So all advice must be given with this perspective. The plank and speck principle is a good solution for men. Whenever improvement is needed, we should first seek to make that change in ourselves. This process takes much of our lives. Even when we spur each other on to good works, let us always have this attitude of humility. First, I address my error. Then, I can help others. It has been said that weak men create hard times. Those Who Remain by G. Michael Hoff Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. Let's choose today to change this pattern in ourselves. And from us to our neighbors and friends and from them to the world. Perhaps we can improve this broken world. Take a moment before you continue listening to the next episode. It's time to make that list. Write down a list of the behaviors that you must arrest to protect your family from yourself. I encourage you to write down your thoughts in a notebook. 
This has been Father of the Wolves, a guide to elevate fatherhood, fix families, and save the world by B.T. Higgins. You've just listened to Weak Men, but there's still more to come. Please continue to the next episode to continue the book. I encourage you to take time, listen on, and start taking your role as a father more seriously. You can find B.T. Higgins at bthiggins.com or the email contact bthigginsbooks at outlook.com. Thanks for listening.